No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Cheese. Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements. And then we teach up and comment entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual... I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. Episode 76. And as usual, I have a special guest in the building with me. A great friend of mine. I've known this guy since 2016. It's amazing because when he came here, I was telling him, like, bro, you remember when for the first time we met, he was where I am right now. And I was where he was. You know, he used to run a radio show. And I went on that show to, you know, showcase my my talent, my musical talent and he showed me love and a great time and since then we've been friends and today he's here to also talk about music with me and you know i'm excited i'm looking forward to um today's conversation so guys listen and learn and also our guest today goes by the name paji aka pg aka master pg make some noise man yes Let's sir go, yes sir yes sir hey man how you been brother i'm good bro Appreciate the intro, Lucky. My uh, job. Hey, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a blessing to be in this platform, on this platform with you. Thank you, man. And, you know, like you said, you know, the last time or the first time we linked up, I was in your seat and you were in my seat. Yep. <laughs> now now we've, we've switched roles. But um, it's always the same kind of energy, you know what I mean, um, with you every time, we, you know, we, we linked link up, up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, you know, like like you said, my name is um, Paji, aka PG, aka Master PG. Master PG. I like Master PG. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> you you know ready to come I mean? up with that? <laughs> what did I come up with? Yeah, uh, that's a good question, actually. So, <laughs> so funny story. When I was when I was really young, my mom uh, used to call me Master Mapaji. Okay. Because my name, you know, like my mom worked for the U.S. Embassy in Uganda growing up. And there was a lot of like you know like white white people Americans and stuff and, you know and they, they people had a hard time saying my name Paji Paji yeah because of how it's like spelled yeah. the you know M P A G I so they would say my my like you know that's that's how they would be like, pronounced it yeah. yeah that's the closest they get to actually pronouncing it yeah so my mom would make fun of it so then she was like all right I'm gonna call you Master Mapaji Master Mapaji yeah so then like you know when I um, decided to, like stop you know putting my music out again my solo music yeah. um i was like i can't call myself master mapaji yeah but um you know i wanted to call myself master mapaji in honor of my mom but yeah. then i was like that's a little too long yeah. and then like pg's always been my name pg's yeah. PG, been, pg's where i know you yeah, yeah. pg's yeah. been my nickname since i was 13 it was given to me actually by my mom's sister she was like, you're too stubborn. You, you need parental guidance. So I'm going to call you PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, and I couldn't go by just PG. Like there wasn't, you know, when I was kind of like submitting my music for distribution, that wasn't available, just PG itself. So I was like, um, I'm just going to go by Master PG. Yeah. You know, and not to be confused with Master KG. Master KG, yeah. <laughs> of South Africa. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout, shout out to him, man. And Still. then, you know, Master P, Master. who, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Master P as well. So I think I'm in good company. Good company being, you know, calling myself Master PG. Master PG yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful. Like I, I like how 
things you never you know when your mom called you that name you never knew a day like this would come where you would use that name no i didn't yeah <laughs> and then once you got that name you felt good you're like this the name i want to have yeah this is the name i want to use like yeah. i've been there so i've been there like yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I think it's definitely um you, you you know blessings follow you from when you're a kid like mm. you know what i mean things people call you yeah or you know because my name actually in paji yeah my birth name in my tr- in my in my language in you know Luganda it means a pillar. Oh really? Yes, a pillar of strength Absolutely. or like a stronghold. And I've always wondered to myself, I'm like, okay, my parents gave me this name, and um, how am I being a pillar in society? Yeah. Like, what am I doing to be to be to you know to be able to be called that name or to live up to that name? I was like, it's Damn, a powerful name, right? It's a powerful name. I'm like, man, those are those are some big shoes to fill. <laughs> You know, being a master. Being a master I mean, being, a yeah, yeah, being a pillar and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, now you're a master pillar, right? So now I'm the master, a master pillar. <laughs> you know, and so, so yeah, so like, so I, I basically, you know, just every day, like that's my life's goal, my life's purpose is to somehow be a pillar of strength to anyone, anyone and everyone that needs that. You know, because um, it's tough times we're going through, and there's always going to be tough times, but tough times don't last. Tough people do. Yeah. So Boom, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. <laughs> I like that. Tough time don't last, but tough people do. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what I'm curious? Okay, now now you brought this up. You know. Yeah. So like, how did you you know end up in music, PJ? How did I make? How did I end up in music? Yeah. So that's an excellent question, Lucky. I um, I I, I like to say that I was I came out the womb freestyling. Really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, though we all, yeah, yeah. So I, I pretty much, um, I've always had a, an ear for music. My mom listened to a lot of music, yeah. when, you know, from when I was a kid until, you know, she, uh, until she passed away in 2019. God rest her soul. God bless her. And um, my father yeah. was also big on music. My father used to like like to like whistle songs, even when he was in the car. You yeah. know, he'd be jamming to these songs, and yeah. he's like hitting the the steering you know and just jamming away so um my 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 history like you know the music is in my blood it was just like i was bound to be into music, into music because yeah. my you know my parents love music my 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 grandparents love music, music stuff like that and when i was a kid i used to emulate michael jackson gotcha. i think just like a lot of kids a lot of kids yeah, yeah i used to emulate michael jackson i used to want to dance like him want to sing like him and then I, you know, I would do like performances in school from like, you know, um, just like a school play, you know, or even just like stage performances, stage, yeah, like yeah. singing, miming songs, yeah. you know, to yeah. other other musicians songs throughout school. Everyone knew me for that. Actually, he used to call me Little Bow Wow. Oh. Yeah. When I was a teenager, they used to call me Little Bow Wow just because I had the cornrows. <laughs> you know, just like Bow Wow, Bow Wow shots and, like Bow Wow, right? And I had the pants, I had the swag. I yeah. love Bow Wow. And you, you play basketball I mean? too, so right, right, right. yeah, exactly. You know, and I did play ball. Um, so, you know, although as I got older, I, I leaned more towards soccer. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's, it's just uh, it's always been like I've always had these connections to music. I've always been drawn to it. You be drawn to it naturally, you know? it just yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. and absolutely. I like to say that I didn't choose music; it chose music you. chose me. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I just kind of regret. Well, not so much regret, but I, I, I wish I, I had done more music while my mom was still alive because she would, she was my biggest she, fan. Yeah, she would always, you know, 
uh, pushed me like to, to, to perform. Like yeah. if I recorded a cover and posted it, she'd be like, oh, this is nice. Now next time, you know, sing like a Bill Withers song gotcha. because your voice is kind of more in his range. You know what I mean? So yeah. in a way, she's kind of trying to tell me like, you know, don't try to like sing too much out of your range. Gotcha. And I didn't even, it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me at the time. So, you know, like I said, it's, it's funny. You get these subtle blessings from your parents or gems that, you know, that kind of like you, you keep with you uh, going forward in life. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's safe to say that I finally found my sound and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going with it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And how did you, you know, start your first band? Because you've had a band for a long time. Um, I had a band before. Before, yeah. For yeah, for some time it yeah. was a, a hip hop band. Gotcha. Um, so how I started it, um, my boy Jerome, um, he was like the first studio experience I had. He brought me into the studio. This was in in Watertown. I was in high school, and uh, P. Sozi was the producer uh, we were working with. And you know, I I had always wanted to record music. I just didn't have a place to record it from. So that was kind of like a nice uh, experience. Music, yeah. yeah, an opportunity. So me and Jerome used to record music together, and then um, another guy by the name of Faze, um, who, you know, he was a rapper. He was like, you know, he, he loved like conscious rapping and stuff like that. He, the three of us, decided came to form this group. We came together to form this group. What was it called? Called Batabazi, Batabazi. which means warriors in Luganda. I like that. Right. So we wanted to call ourselves the warriors. Right, and you, then, like, you, are, you, you got powerful names here, right? <laughs> hey. You got Pillar, you yeah. warrior. Warrior. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you shoot the film. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so you know, we were like, I was, you know, I came up, I was like, let's call ourselves, but let's call ourselves warriors. And then I was like, but warriors is too American. Um, let's think of something, something you got, yeah, yeah, more like that appeal more to yeah, our audience. audience so yeah. Jerome, he knows a lot of like you know old school Luganda terms and sayings. He was like, let's go with Batabazi, and I was like, all right, let's do Batabazi warriors, and that's how it was born. This was back in two thousand, I want to say like seven, eight, yeah. Uh, now, mind you, there was another gentleman that joined the group. Um, he was from, like, New Hampshire, um, and he, his name was Debris. So Debris, Debris had the crazy flow, um, you know. He he also had that, that drive. He was originally from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. Now, what other famous person you know who's from Grand Rapids, Michigan? Mm. He's no. an athlete. He's an, he's an athlete. Boxer. Who's a famous boxer? Undefeated. No. No really undefeated. Not in the boxing, Mayweather. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. So Mayweather's from Grand Rapids, Michigan, originally, and so was Debris. And I used to tell this guy, I'm like, yo, you look like you look like Mayweather. Mayweather. <laughs> He's like, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because that's my cousin. Really? Yeah, they were legit cousins. Um, Mayweather and Debris. He was like more like a light skinned version of, yeah. of Mayweather. Oh. But yeah, Debris just had this 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 thing about him. Like his energy in the studio was crazy. Yeah. And, um, you know, he passed on a few years ago. Oh, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. But, um, so, originally, the original members of Batabazi were, um, it was me, Jerome, uh, FaZe, and Debris. Yeah. And then, further down, FaZe kind of did, when, when, you know, solo. went on to do, yeah, his mm -hmm. own thing, solo, and all these things. And um, then we brought uh, Tasha on board. Um, you know, she was, like, the first female of the group. Or we, as we like to call her, the first lady of, of, of Batavazi. And so Tasha joined the group, and then Gera joined the group later yeah. on. And so it became uh, more like it's two guys, two girls. Yeah. And then we had a producer 
uh, who was also like a, a member of the member group. group yeah. His name was the mayor, yeah. Anthony. And, uh, you know, he, he pretty much, like, he would make a beat out of anything. Fast. Like, any song you, you yeah, asked him to play, yeah, yeah. he would play it. And he could just kind of, like, he was good with, like, just sampling or replicating sounds that were in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, we had a good run from probably about 2008 up until until around the time I met you, actually. Until, oh, yeah, because yeah, I... I went back to college uh, 2014. So, yeah, yeah until like 2014. 20. Yeah, we, we, you know, like everyone kind of, you know, went, went on a hiatus and did their own thing. But I still, like, wanted to do music. Do music. I, I, I didn't want to give up on it. And that's why I'm still doing it now. I like that, man. Yeah. I like that. So, like, you know, 20, tw- 28, you guys formed Batabazi yeah. and young, you know, hungry, probably hungry. didn't even have a good job. Like, how did you. Like first, what were what were your roles in that group? You mm-hmm, get right, mm-hmm. and how did you guys fund it? Like you know, how were you guys paying for studio sessions? How were you guys, you know, singing for that long? Yeah, yeah, that's an excellent um, question as well. So the way we were doing it, we kind of um, Jerome worked at the post office then. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I was kind of like working odd jobs here and there. Um, we kind of all just tried to work around our own schedules yeah. and studio time we had a studio called Aztec Aztec Studios it was like I forget the town it was in it was probably about like a 40 minute drive from Waltham and the guy's name was Rob who would run the studio it was out of his basement in his, in his you know in his house but it was yeah. like a dope studio fully you know everything was there like if you wanted like a room for just recording instruments he had all that and so we'd go to Rob's studio and we had kind of like a deal with him whereby if we're working on a project he gives us like a flat fee or if it's just hourly we also go that route and that's how pretty much like you know like because with with uh, we had our own in-house producer the mayor yeah yeah and we would record in the studio in my basement gotcha um but then like when it came to actually like having like a finished product we needed an engineer an engineer yeah Yeah. to probably mix it yeah exactly for mixing and mastering but also like the sound that was coming out of the basement was not the same as something coming out of the studio. So we would kind of use my basement as like a like a testing, testing area, area. Yeah, yeah, for like sample. Yeah, we'd get a sample, get the get the flow down, and then we would uh, then we would go go to um, Rob's studio to like re-record yeah. and do the final product from there. You know, what I mean, there's another producer we work with. Uh, his name was uh, Bob, and and you know he, he turned it into like an acronym, Beast on Boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, Bob, he he did some songs with us for, for because we had a we had an EP. We we first released a mixtape. Gotcha. Uh, then we released a second mixtape. What was the mixtape first one? The first mixtape was just called the Batabazi mixtape. Simple. Yeah. Respect that. Yeah, yeah that was like yeah. we, that we simple had, intro, like you simple. know, welcome, you it, know, welcome to the world. Right, of, right. Yeah, that yeah. was you know the first project we put out. Debris was on there. Phase was on there. Me, Jerome, we just going extra hard. Then um, the next project we released. Um, was the Set It Off EP, which was like, you know, kind of an introduction to like the new Batavazi with the girls in the group and everything. And an EP is usually about like five songs Sounds long. Fair. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, EP stands for extended play for those who don't know, who may or may not know. And um, so the EP did a really, you know, it did really well. Gotcha. Like in Uganda on the charts, even like like outside in the diaspora, people were really, really, you know, gravitating towards yeah. it. Um, then, um, we were actually like 
I guess you know you call it like uh like shop, shopping for beats you could say because we wanted to work with different, different producers, producers yeah to get different sounds different sounds, sounds yeah I love it. um so so we you know we worked with producers producers in Uganda producers yeah. in like I think we worked with one producer who was like in Zimbabwe at, at some point you know on projects so yeah we pretty much you know we pretty much just uh the EP did a good did good we did a launch for the EP in Uganda which was the first of its kind because in Uganda people would just people do album do albums and, and, yeah. and then we were like we're going to do an EP listening party we didn't yeah. even call it launch we launch, called it yeah. a listening, listening party, party yeah. people come you know we play the, we perform all the songs and then you know they get like you know buy a hard copy, copy of a CD of it, yeah. you know back then it was still hard copies before everything went digital um, so after the Set It Off EP I believe we, re- we released um, another mixtape now the mixtape was called the Afro Movement mixtape. Mm. So, the reason why we called it Afro Movement is because it was African artists, but also like non-African. You know what I mean? Like uh, artists from other countries, you know, from other backgrounds. Background, yeah. uh, we had you know like some Haitian cats on there, some American guys on there. We had guys who were based in the UK on there, um, and then we had us Batabazi on there. And that EP did like really, really. Well. I mean, that that mixtape did really well. We, um, you know, we pretty much like had at that time like the movement yeah. was so big. Like I remember it was a point where like Facebook, everyone, like almost everyone on your friends list had like Batabazi on their name. Are you serious? Yeah, it would be like oh Lucky Batabazi, yeah. you know, or Jane Batabazi. Are you serious? Jimmy, yeah, like people would just add Batabazi. Batabazi to their just. Name. Just because of how you guys made it, you right. know, like they just love that name. Now. The energy, the energy, the energy that yeah. Because actually, it's funny enough. I actually remember being in a, 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 a radio interview, mm. and then the, the the presenter asking us, "How many members of the group are you?" Because I see a lot of people <laughs> on Facebook with Batabazi, <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, yes, hey man, it's, it's all love, man. It's yeah, a movement. it's a movement. You know, it's a movement. <laughs> Damn, that's so, powerful, yeah, man. Yeah." So that then, powerful. Um, after the after that mixtape, yeah, we dropped uh, our first album, first ever, you know, Batabazi album was called The Beginning. The Beginning, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, and so when the album dropped, um, you know, we we pretty much I think we shot like a couple of videos yeah. for songs off the album, and then um, after we did the launch. Things didn't really go according to how yeah. we had wanted them to be. Yeah. We did like an actual album launch this time, and you know it was, it was kind of like we we'd planned to do one in the states and then another one in Uganda. So we did the Ugandan one first, and then like we I, I, something was up with like the marketing or something management, you know, didn't really connect well with like the market, like the Ugandan market, Ugandan market being that yeah. we were out of Uganda, we were coming out of the you know the, yeah. the, the U.S. and we weren't really on the ground. Gotcha. So then. Like from there, everyone kind of went their separate ways. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, it was kind of like a a, a a morale killer. You know, like uh, not to be too negative. It was, <laughs> you know, it just it just didn't really. It wasn't. We had put a lot into it. We had yeah. had meetings. We had budgets. You know, we actually had someone offer, someone in Uganda who had you know the the means who was very very Ready to resourceful yeah. offered to buy the show from us. Are you serious? Yeah, and. At the time, it didn't seem like, you know, like, now it seems like it would have been a really, really good idea. Yeah. At the time, management didn't agree. You know what I mean? They didn't want to, they were like, nah, let's, let's you know, let's do our own we'll thing, marketing. Yeah, marketing, But, yeah. you know, in hindsight, like they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
what they were offering us was a great deal because they would buy the show, worry about promoting. Yeah, you guys don't even have to, have to worry about all that. Just we chill, just show up, show up, and, and do your thing. Already been paid. Damn. <laughs> then move on to the next Damn, thing, you know. To... So I think that's well, that was a turning point where people were like, "Oh man, we kind of we dropped the ball on that," and then things didn't go our way, and everyone kind of just split. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah, it, like you guys had an amazing, amazing run, run and then one failure. <laughs> Split the whole just yeah took everyone's like <laughs> energy out and you know it's hard when you got like four or five four people or five trying to get, people them, on trying the to get them on the same wavelength and then management you know it's tough it's tough it's not easy managing like a group of people actually yeah quick quick question how do you view failure like what's your mindset towards failure and how do you overcome failure uh okay so how i view failure it's necessary fact I encourage failure. I actually run towards failure. Like I'm, I wake up every day, basically saying, "How am I gonna fail?" Are you serious? <laughs> That's a huge mindset. I'm looking for failure that because is huge. Yeah, you know, I'm. I guess I'm kind of like a, a sadist in a way because mm-hmm. I like, you know, I, I listen to a lot of sad That's songs and all these things. But at the same time, like, I feel like if we're always, if we're always thinking that we're gonna we're not going to fail or if we're always avoiding to fail, yeah. we're not going to, you're not going to get any, too far in life. Mm-mm, mm-mm, you know what I mean? Like you need objection. You need to like learn to overcome objections. Fact. If people told you yes, all your life, you'll be you fucked would, up. You wouldn't be anywhere. You wouldn't be anywhere. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't get far. But if, if you deal with objections, that shit humbles you. <laughs> that shit humbles you. Failure humbles you. You know, failure is a part of everyone's life. like, like it, it molds you mm. it molds you into the person you are like when you when you look at yourself and you see all the scars on your body or you know you just remember mm-hmm. oh man remember that time when that happened to me and i thought i was done you were done yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't know how, and i didn't know i was gonna i didn't know how to overcome come back in me yeah yeah, yeah. You know what i mean so yeah failure failure is very very important in life and someone you know once told me that don't really seek advice from people who are, who are successful. Successful. You should seek more advice from those who who have failed. Who have failed. You know, because so many times we want to talk to the most successful person in the room, mm. but how about talking to the person who failed so many times? So many times. Because even that most successful person failed a lot of times. They just kept times. going. Yes, kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's powerful. I'm reading this. Um. I'm reading this book. It's called Mindfulness or something like that. Mm. And it was talking about how we how we envy other people's advantages. And then just by that, we don't see their disadvantages. Yes. And then we hate our disadvantages and we don't see our advantages, our advantages in life. I'll mm. give you an example. Mm. 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 So he said something. He said, when he was in college, he was running track. Yeah. The first day he ran track, there were eight lanes. Yeah. And he was on lane number one. Mm-hmm. Lane number one was far back. Lane number eight guy was all the way up front because of that curve right there. Yeah. And he was like, what? what the fuck? Why would they put that guy all the way up there? Mm. He was more like he was, he 
he was paying attention to someone else's advantage. He felt, because the guy was naturally in front of him, but he didn't know that there was a reason why he was behind that. He had an advantage over the other guy, over the other guy to win. Yeah, so yeah. he paid attention to only that guy's advantage and never, he never won the race. He kept losing and losing and losing until he got the math that, bro, do I, why they give that guy a gap is because you have an advantage to beat him. Beat him. Until he got that, that, that message and worked on himself he never like and then once he saw it he's like oh i can actually beat this guy and then now he started you know running 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 a better but i like, can improve his running and before you know it he won't you yeah, get right yeah. so like that kind of like boils down to like the fact that we you know people people see failure as something negative and then they see success as something good it's just absurd you get right it is. It's as, crazy. as every successful person we see have had failure failed you know miserably failed over and over again but just one thing they never gave up they never gave up that's the reason why they're where they are today yeah no that's that's a fact that's a fact because uh you know failure like i said failure is like a scar mm. you know what i mean like scars like they don't go away they don't go away yeah but they make you better they make you better that's true because yeah. whenever you see them yeah you realize what you did. Yeah, you realize yeah. like how that happened. How that happened, yeah. And you, you know, and you, you want to change. You're like, yeah, you're like, okay, now I avoid that situation or I learn from that situation. Mm. You know, like, it's, it's not, I don't even have any regrets in life. You know, like, uh, it's only it's only lessons learned. Mm, lessons learned, I like You that. know, like, failures are just lessons. Mm. You you learn more from failure than you from were, success. Mm, for <laughs> real, for real. That's what he said. He, he said if everything was good, the way we wanted, we wouldn't be who we are today. Yeah. If if it, like if even the so-called rich people that we envy, the, the CEOs, you know, the our age mates that are, that their parents are fucking wealthy, yeah. is that they miss the part of life where they get to fail. You get right, yeah, and yeah, learn. Yeah, that's yeah. why you see most of the successful people. Their kids are like just their parents might have failed in life, but they never failed, so they missed that. He, he, like he made it. He was one of the guys that spoke about disadvantage and made it sound like your disadvantage is actually an advantage for you. Yeah, work with the negatives. Work with make, the negative, like make, what you think you miss. Yeah. By the time you can make up for it, like by the time you walk to make up for it, you you you're stronger than the person that naturally got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely. So, like it was very powerful, very powerful. No, yeah, and you mentioned something you know really key, uh, where you like when we look at people who are wealthy and successful and their kids, right? A lot of times their kids don't have the drive that they have. The drive that they have, yeah. And that's because the kids haven't failed, failed the way they failed. The way that their, their parents, parents failed. failed. Yeah. So in a way, you know, you can't really hold it against the kids. They didn't choose to have, choose to have successful yeah. parents. Yeah. But you know, they how how you show your kid success says a lot about how they're gonna you know they're gonna be in their lives. Yeah. If you kind of like just show them that success is a, is an easy road. You know, just kind of like throw money at any problem, problem and then boom, they're gonna, yeah, it's gonna mess them up psychologically. Um, you know, and I don't know, uh, like, like for example, athletes, right? 
um, one of my favorite soccer players of all time is Beckham. Beckham, Beckham. yeah, I love Beckham. And his son, uh, I think, tried to play the sport and everything, and he didn't really. It wasn't the same. Yeah, he didn't get too far. Yeah, you know, because he's not Beckham. You know Beckham, man. <laughs> what makes Beckham Beckham is the hunger. It's the hunger. And the drive. Yeah, you know, you know he came yeah. From, he came from the, the, from, the, from, the dirt. from the slum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the bottom, you know. Yeah, he came from the bottom, and he had to grind his way grind up his there. Way, yeah. But also, like, uh, then I look at like LeBron and yeah. his son, uh, Bronny. Yeah. You know, Bronny's good. You know, his son's like look, doing really good. Uh, I think he's 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 in, he's playing college ball now. Or he's about to, I think it's high school, but yeah, he's you know, um, and you're like okay, so and then there's some you know some success stories where like their kids also kind of like kind of like gravitate off the yeah, park, the parents' yeah, drive yeah. and energy. Yeah, like uh, you know uh, Gary Payton, his son. You know they just won the championship and beat us. Yeah, that sucked. You know. <laughs> but still, you know, go Celtics. There's always go next Celtics, year. Yeah, Celtics. But um, yeah, I mean, you hear you hear so many so many of these athletes where their kids come and then they just, uh, you know, the kids do really good. Sometimes even better. Yeah. Than, even Steph, Steph Curry, Steph, yeah. his dad played, and you know, Steph Curry is putting up numbers. But uh, you know, it's 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 very different. Like when trying to pass on that drive to your kid, when you didn't have, you know, like when. They don't have the drive. They don't have the drive. You know, and I mean, me being a parent as well, like, I, like I, I got to think of, you know, how I want my son, son to look at success in life and look at failures in life. You know what I mean? Because I obviously, I know he's not going to have the same childhood I did. Yeah. Um, you know, but I also, I also know that he's not an extension of me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so many times. We want to kind of put our like force things onto our kids, onto our kids because yeah. we did yeah, them because or because we couldn't get yeah, get to do them. Yeah, and I've I've kind of just you know chill back in. Yeah, I'm, I I just want like I'll, I'll I'll I just want to see to to see what he's into. He's into. You know, I want to hear him out. Be like, what do you want to do? Because of course he's gonna emulate me. You know, he he when he sees me working out. Hitting the weights yeah, or he, doing push-ups, push-ups or whatever, he gets down. He gets down and does yeah. the push-ups. He sees me playing soccer. He, he he plays soccer too. He sees me shooting the ball. He shoots the ball too, you know. But I want to know what he wants to do. Gotcha. And I think that's very very key, you know. Asking your child or trying to find out what your child's into before you try to like tell them what they should be what into. into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's true. Yeah. But now the question is, how do you build that drive in your kids? Like, you know, for example, David Beckhamson. And uh, LeBron's son, yeah, you know, both of them, different. Different. You know, how do you build yeah. that drive? Because it's not your fault or anybody's fault that you're wealthy, you know. No. And your kids don't have to go through what you went through. Yeah. But number one, is it necessary for your kids to have that drive? And then also, how do you build that drive? Um, I think your kids don't need. I mean, they don't. It's not a must that they have to have your drive. Yeah. But they have to be driven to do something. Something. <laughs> you know. Facts. Facts. Especially if it's a, a, a male or a, you know, a, he's gonna grow up to be a man, man in this yeah. world. A man has to have a mission. Yeah. <laughs> a man has to have, a, you know, he has to be driven to be something. Yeah. It's a different playing field for women. 
for girls, you know. Yeah. But then you got the Serena, the the, the Williams mm-hmm. sisters who got that drive. Yeah, from, they yeah, got the yeah, drive yeah, from their yeah, father. Yeah, from the father I'm yeah. sure their father had to like push them. Push them to yeah. I haven't watched the movie King Richard, but like King Richard, yeah, I should check that movie. Yeah, like too, from right? what I, from what I hear, like the guy was a very very stern, stern yeah. father. Yeah. And I'm sure they missed out on a lot of like you know like Kid childhood stuff, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're training to become the best, um, you know, athletes of all time. Uh, of our generation of any, you know so it's you know you, you first ask what is it necessary for yeah, the kid to have it, to have it yeah. and yeah um, I think they, it's not necessary but you gotta have some must. drive yeah you know they gotta have they, you gotta if they don't have your drive then they gotta have their own drive they somehow drive somehow somewhere. yeah you know, and what was the second question? And then how, like you know, how do you build that drive? Do you do you take away stuff from stuff from them? You know, how do you kids that don't have that drive? You get it right, like yeah. do you, should you build that drive? lazy? If you got a lazy kid, lazy like kid. <laughs> honestly, oh man, like it's uh, yeah, it's it's it's, 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 it's tricky because if your kid is lazy, and you know that one day they're gonna have to grow up to be a man, and, you know, and and face challenges that men do, or if they're you know, gonna it's a woman and she's gonna have to like face this world, this crazy world we're in. You kinda have to give them the tools. Yeah. That's what that's 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 the the, the whole point of being a parent is to give your child the tools that they can use to go and make a life of their own, you know, when they get older. So how do you I mean, I don't think there's a set way on how to to yeah, build drive into the the kid. Yeah. But um it's uh it's nature versus nurture. Yeah. At the end of the day who you are naturally like then who you become based off of how you're raised facts you know facts um those are two different things that people battle with so many you know throughout their lives like am I this way because of my childhood, childhood or my upbringing my trauma or yeah. am I this way because that's how that's I'm life. like yeah that's how I am like to, I yeah. was born that way you know yeah. what I mean to be yeah. um like so yeah, like successful people, some of them have kids who are lazy Not or who, who, yeah, who and, and shout out to them, no, their money. nothing against you know, mm, mm. if it makes you happy, you know, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, you kind of you just have to go see, you know, go with it. <laughs> I feel you, yeah, I feel you. So, like, what drives you, PG? Like, see, look. I want to be honest with you guys, yeah. guys, the guys that listen to this P- podcast. I've known PG since 2016, yeah. and PG has been one of the most consistent guys I've seen in my life. Yeah. You get it right? PG is doing the same thing I've known him to be doing. You get it right? But yeah. better and better and better. Yeah. The music, the the band, you know, you you also, I don't know if you own a cooking business or something. Uh, yeah, like, so. Like, <laughs> this is a huge hustler. <laughs> and, and not just, the way our friendship is consistent, like we we, we we might not speak for years, you get right? But like whenever we speak, it's always a vibe. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and I know this is I know why this happens. It's I feel like we're both you know, we are we're, we're like, you know, two people that are driven that wanna make things happen. And like I'm just curious, like PG, like what drives you every single day that you know you all you're always consistent, you've never given up. You, yeah. You're still going after the bread. You're going after what you love. Yeah. You know, um, what drives me? You know, I mean, hey, you know, like so. You you've been consistent too. Yeah, you know what I mean, like with the gym, 
Like, you trained me a few times in the gym before. And then when I saw you doing your podcast, I'm like, yo, this dude's doing it. He's doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I think what drives me is the same thing that drives you or anyone. Like, you know, yeah, I, I, I have a band uh, called Urbana Band, um, you know, and we actually had a show last night. We yeah. do gigs, you know, monthly and stuff like that. On top of that, I have my own, uh, I do my own music, you know, solo music. Then I do catering as well. Um, you know, me and my brothers, shout out Cindy's Kitchen yeah. and the whole team. And, you know, and then just life in general. But, like, what drives me is the law of physics, which simply states a body in motion stays in motion. Oh! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Four! I can write that down. <laughs> Yo, I have never heard this before. A <laughs> body in motion stays in motion. Yeah. Wow, what do you mean? Like, literally, break that down. Please. Let me break that down. Break that you. down. Break that down. That's too much for me. Man. <laughs> Whenever I I wake up in the morning, I'm yep. sitting in my bed. I'm like, damn, today is just not the day. I'm not feeling it. I just think, if you're if you're not, if you don't move, yeah, you're gonna stay in the same place. You know, like that. Like you're not gonna you're gonna be stagnant. So you have two choices. Yep, to move. You either move or you don't move. Mm. You know what I mean. Either way. You still, you know what I mean? Like, like there's there's two different outcomes, you know. So the law of physics is simple. Like, when the body's in motion, like once you start moving, you, st- you keep, you keep moving. moving. You get you build momentum. Yep. If you stop, then you're kind of stagnant. You don't move. You know, it's like a it's like a, a rolling stone. Hmm. If it stops right here, it's you know it stays there for some time. It's gonna create like a a hole. It's gonna you know, it's like grass will probably grow around it and all this stuff. But if it keeps rolling, if it keeps moving, it, you know, it's getting somewhere. Gotcha. You know? So whenever I feel like I'm, I'm a little, I'm starting to get lazy or today I'm not feeling like going to the gym, I, you know, I'm, I'm too tired. I just think if you don't move, you're not going to move. If you move, you're going to move. She <laughs> Guys, you know, like this is, this is. You're going to get somewhere. Fuck. So, I mean. You know, simple as that. I wish everyone could see life like that. <laughs> it's like, like, I, I kind of like have have the same mindset, yeah, but from a different point of view. So a friend of mine asked me, "Why are you always? Don't you get tired? You always doing something. You don't get yeah. tired." And I told him, "You can get tired without doing nothing. Exactly. You can do nothing and still, and be, still tired. be tired." <laughs> <laughs> so you you so you choose what you want. You can say I'm doing something and and I'm, I'm tired, tired because I've done something because I've done something, or you're tired because you did yeah. nothing. Yeah. And even the tired you, you the, the, the tired you get from not doing nothing is even the worst time ever. Tired from doing something. You're right because like uh, <laughs> like when you sleep too much, yeah, you can still be. You tired. wake up tired and yeah. I'm tired from, from sleeping, sleeping for two hours. And, yeah. <laughs> But when you get up, but you get up and you, you get your day going mm, five in the morning, seven, six yeah, in the morning, yeah, yeah. and then you 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 know I remember you told me this um, you know when I when, like years ago when I'd ask you about like workout advice and all these things training advice and you'd be like naps are key naps are key Na- naps are like a major key you know what I mean like those like if you get eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep and you get up early in the morning you hit the gym then you go to work you. You know, you, 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 you're doing interviews, you're doing um, recording music or the podcast or all these things. You have to find time, time to, to, to kind of like take a nap. Take a nap. 
30 minutes, 20 minutes, yeah. 10 minutes. You know, like <laughs> it's crazy because when we were kids, we never wanted to we nap. Wanted nap. But now it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yo, I know, I know, I never wanted a nap I'm, as a kid. I, I need a nap. I gotta find naps somehow. Yeah, I, need, I need a power nap. Day. I need a power <laughs> nap. Like, I have to make that happen yeah. somewhere, somehow. Yeah, you know, but like you said, being tired, you'd rather be tired from doing something than not tired from not tired. doing anything. When I, this, 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 your own point makes a lot of sense, bro, mm. because you wake up in the morning, you have two choices to stay in that bed. Oh, to wake up and fucking go get it. Go get it. Be a beast. Be a beast. Same thing with your workouts. Like, people would say, how do you work out every day? And I tell people, like, it's not that I wake up feeling like doing it. When I wake up, I have two choices. I could say today I'm off or today I'm on. But once I'm on, I'm on. You're on. Once you make that choice to be on, and that's what PG said, the body motion stays in motion. Like, <laughs> just move. move. You move. You don't want to work out, okay? Just go to the gym. <laughs> just move to the gym, like, and just lift something. You don't want to do it? Just move. Just even if it's just something you're doing, you get it, right? Yeah. You're just gonna be motion. Damn. Yo, straight up, man. That's 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 life. You know, that's that's it. Because you get to a point later on in life where, you know, you're not able to move Fuck as up. much as you yeah. you'd want to yeah so why not just move while like you can move where you can i had someone on, i had some so, someone last week told me the same thing too like he was like lucky right now whatever you can do do it because it, 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 you're gonna get to a stage in your life where you can do shit yeah <laughs> and that's a time to rest but now is not the time to no, rest that no. now is the time to go after every single dream that you have yes. now is the perfect time to fail because you have nothing to lose True. You get it, right? True. But it's going to be a time where feeling is difficult because you got tons of shit that you're like, I don't want to. You got family, you got kids, you got everything. You don't want to lose at that moment. But right now is the time grind. to... The time to grind. To grind, grind Phil. You know, I mean, you know, I got I got a son. He looks up to me. Like, I want to make sure his life is good. Good, yeah. I'm going to work hard for him. You know, family to feed. Um, yeah. Got to keep clothes on my back, <laughs> roof on my head. <laughs> That's crazy. But, um, yeah, like, uh, man, it's just... Uh, you know, it's, it's it, you gotta do it. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. And even if you don't hit all the marks, marks at, yeah, least at least you you have done the majority of the things you have to do. Facts. If you if you actually write them down, and that's one that's one important thing that we 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 we, we as like you know humans Human. sometimes forget. Yeah. Is to take a to take a moment and write down your goals. Your goals. Write yeah. down your your dreams, your aspirations. Set a goal for the year. Set a goal for the week. A goal for the month. Once you write it down, even if you don't reach that goal, goal. you will have gotten a few steps closer to doing it. 100%. You know? Yeah. And this, you know, um, I was reading a book by Tony Robbins. Yeah. Shout out to Tony, man. Yeah, shout out to Tony Robbins. Goat. He was like, the reason why people fail to achieve their dreams and goals is because they set the standard so, so high. Low. So high. So high. That they, that they don't reach it. Gotcha. It's like if you said, if I ask you right now, Lucky, how much money do you need to be successful? What would you say? So, I'm like how much money would you need to be comfortable? So, like, let me answer this question in a very different way. Mm-hmm. When I start the year, I, I don't set 10 goals, I set maybe two or three goals. Okay. Okay. So, I'm a guy that I'm comfortable, like, I start the year and I might just have two goals and say, this is what I want to achieve this year. If I can achieve these two goals, next year I will achieve it. I'm good. You get right? So, if it comes back to that money, money question, I'm not a guy that is huge on like, I need 10 million, I need this. I'm very realistic. Mm. I said money that I can, I would set the money that I can get. 
you get right like okay i can is this possible yeah. i, I want to get this yeah that's kind of like my mindset so if you ask me how much money i might have to look at my budget and say okay this is what i need and and you know like but the number might not even be what i might give to you but i might say for my business if i can get 10 clients yep that would feed me mm-hmm. you get right mm-hmm. that would make life easier for me but i'm not trying to get every money today yeah like i'm not gonna say oh i need like 10 billion 10 million no if i can make 100 grand this year because i know that's possible like if i can make 100 grand this year next year i do 100 grand and 100 grand mm. i know it's gonna add up and get me there yeah. but i'm not at once trying to aim for boom right yes but the reason so the reason i brought that money thing the money the money question up is because you know tony robbins did um, like he had one of his seminars, and he asked, you know, he asked like a couple of people, a couple of people, how much money, and so many people were throwing out like ridiculous amounts ridiculous of money. Ridiculous amount of money, yeah. So then he asked them, okay, how, what, what's your budget? Like, what what are the things that you need to spend on in order to have a comfortable life? You want what? You want a private jet? You want a nice mansion? You want a nice car? Blah blah blah. When they broke all those things down, yeah, I kid you not, it was probably half as much money that they, as they had said. They did say. So that's why, that's why I say that they set their goals so high. Like you, you think to yourself, "Oh man, this would cost so much money to do," but then if you actually took the steps, took so the it's steps. not so much about the money; it's about reality, being, right? Like being re- real, Realistic, and practical, being real and practical. Yeah, you know. And you say, "Okay, like you said, if I just got 10, 10 clients in a week, you're good, right?" So that's 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 being practical. You know what I mean? So so many times, if it's whether money goals or if it's like fitness goals we just tell ourselves no this is too high to achieve it's too hard to achieve without asking ourselves or taking the time to break down what it would take Mm. to achieve it Mm. and if you broke down what it would take to achieve it you would realize that it's really not that much (laughs) i see where you're coming from yeah i love it i love it it's the same thing i still in fitness too like i always tell clients and everyone like it's like don't try to lose 50 pounds a week Try to lose two pounds. Try to lose one pound that you know you can. And then just keep it. And uh, two pounds is a lot. What's lose. it called? Compound interest. Yes. It's like getting those little, little numbers and just stacking them up, stacking them. Because you can't... Compounding. You cannot lose... Yeah, it's hard to lose 50. Even someone that works... I, I want to lose 20 pounds before summer. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even lost 20 pounds before summer. You haven't even started yet. How, do, how are you going to lose 20 pounds? And it's just... It's, again, it's that throwing, that throwing ridiculous numbers ridiculous out numbers, there. Ridiculous numbers, yeah. And then kind of just like not taking the steps to reach that. Yeah. Excuse me, you know. But um, I think, yeah, in a way, it's 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 a goal. Yeah. You're setting a number. Yeah. And you're saying, okay, even if I don't hit that number, I'll get close to close it. Close to it, yeah. But have you been practical? Like, are you being, being practical by saying 20, I want to lose 20 pounds? I want to lose 20 pounds. You know, like you said, be practical about it. I say, okay, you want to lose 20 pounds? What are the steps you're what taking? What are the steps you need to take, yeah. Yeah. Find out what it need, what that thing needs. You want to start a podcast? Find, find out what it takes to do it. Mm. You know? You want to start a business? Find out what it takes to do a business. Mm-hmm. And start, you know, like they, they say, there's a saying that goes, the journey of a thousand miles, miles begins with one step. step. Yeah, one step. You know? So we take it one, one just take step. it step by step. Step oh, by man. step. Fitness. Fitness. Everything. Life. Life. You know, if you if you try to eat, oh, another good thing. Mm-hmm. How do you eat an elephant? How? One bite at a time. 
as I big like as an elephant is, you get right. You don't eat it at once because if you try to do it, you can never eat an elephant at once. Right. But if you take a bite and a bite and a bite, one bite at a time, and before you know it, that guy's done. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you're trying to put the whole elephant in your mind, it's never gonna happen. No, no. That's that's the reality Damn. of life. Like I like that one. <laughs> for the when I heard that, I was like, I'm okay, gonna write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's something that I wanna like. Okay, so this is another quote that I, you, you, do you know Les Brown. Uh, no, Les no, Brown. He's, all, he's also a motivational speaker. One of my favorite motivational speakers. You mentioned him uh, in the podcast. The podcast with, yeah, with Les Brown. Yeah. He said, People, so this is going to contradict your quote yeah, from yeah. Tony Robbins. Yeah. Shout out Tony. I love Tony. Mm, shout out Tony. So he said, um, The reason why people fail in life is not because they aim too low and hit, but because. Damn. No, no, no. They, so the, the reason why people fail is not because they aim too high, high and miss, mm. but they aim too low and hit. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. You get it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, it's a, Tony said something very beautiful. Keep those goals achievable and get them. But yeah. let's just saying that you can do more than that. Yeah. You get it, right? Yeah. Like, you, like, you know, you, it's like they say, aim for the, aim for the stars, and if you miss, you know how people say the sky is the limit. You yes, get it, right? Yes. It's like say, aim above the cloud because if you aim for the cloud, guess where the sky? Guess where you might hit? The the cloud maybe. The cloud maybe. Yeah, yeah. you get it, right, which is also good. You get it, right, but if you aim for the stars and you miss the cloud, you miss the stars, you might get on, you might get on the sky. You get it, right. Yeah. So, so so like that's that's a very contradicting, but I feel, I believe both of them makes. Yeah, I mean, I think what Les, yeah, like, I think I have heard, uh, you know, that, like, probably one of the, you know, like, the, the like, clips that, that, that That's you know, go viral. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I guess what he's, what Les Paul is basically saying, like you said, it's like, you know, they aim, they aim too low, and then they, they hit. Yeah. So once they've reached that goal, they kind of, like, they stop. They stop. You know? Oh, yeah. And... Like for me, like you know, I, I'm I'm in sales, and if you hit your quota, you don't stop. You don't stop. You still you still go. You, st- you still try to keep going. If if you hit your if you hit your quota, you know, like in the middle of the week or you the first, time, yeah, yeah. Why stop? Why stop? Or if you hit your goal for the day, before the end of the day, the end of the day. like you don't stop. You, you got to keep going, you know, and uh, yeah. So I, I can see it in that regard where like you know. I get your regards. When when you're, if you if you um, complacent, right? If you're complacent, or if if you there's a saying, I can't, I don't forget how it goes word for word, but if it says if you if you if you judge, a, a, like a a certain animal, maybe like a like an uh, I don't know, like a dog by its ability to fly. You know, you would, would yes, never, yes, it would yes, never yes, do because anything. the dog would nev- dog because, never fly. Right? Yes, yes. I know. So, what, I know that. I know that, I, I so that. yeah. So you kind of have to like, you know. I guess I'm I'm going off topic no, not, here. I'm going not, on a no, tangent no, no. here. But like, you kind of have to be practical again. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, don't sell yourself short. Mm, you know, mm, don't don't, mm, not, don't 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 get comfortable. It relates to that saying that you're trying to say that if you judge a. A dog's by his ability not to fly, then you would never. But if you judge a dog by his ability to do like what he's made to do, yes, then he's he know then, he'll know that he can do it. You know that he can do it. Yeah, he'll know that he can do it. You know, so 
so many times we kind of try to do things that are out of our scope scope and then when we kind of like we fail or we hit rock bottom Mm. and then we say to ourselves oh man i'm a loser not good enough when in actuality you're missing your your strong points advantage yeah, yeah. You, you know it goes back to what you're saying what about saying? advantages it's just like when, like in music um, when you try to sing out of your range you, you, you know you're gonna sound terrible and you're terrible. gonna say you know what I suck at suck, singing suck at singing yeah but if you say okay this is where my range is yeah, let me stay within yeah, my vocal yeah, range yeah and then build on build that build on that yeah you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be much better you know you kinda like it's like it's like it's like uh, it's like that song uh, I think it was TLC. They're like, "Don't go chasing waterfalls, waterfalls sticks yeah, the rivers, yeah, and the lakes yeah, that you're used yeah, to." Yeah, you know. So it's very, it's very important to be practical. It's mm. very important to be real with ourselves, realistic, yeah, as well, and be like, you know, like, okay, this is my ability. This is what I want. Mm. So you know, it's like you cut you cut your coat, your, your coat according to your cloth. To your cloth, yeah, not your size. Yeah, yeah. I so, like that too. I like you that. Know, I like that. I like that. You just live. You you just basically. You 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 get in where you fit in, you know. It doesn't mean being complacent, mm. being being comfortable. Yeah. And, I mean, like nothing, nothing good happens when you're in your comfort zone. Mm. Everything you want is is in discomfort. Is yeah, it's right outside your comfort zone. Mm. Mm. You know, you you can't achieve anything if you if you're always like comfortable, comfortable, and you're always kind of playing it safe. No, yeah. you don't get far playing it safe. No, nah, for real. You gotta step outside the box, you know. Try new things. Just uh, taste, test your ability, hmm. you know, because it's, it's 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 limitless possibilities hmm. out there, you know. So many of us don't really realize we're good at things until we actually Too try them out. Try them out, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like it's like in the gym, you know. I remember you used to always be pushing me to like lift heavy. Lift heavy, yeah. <laughs> you know. And and I'd be like, oh man, you know, I don't th- I don't what if I, I, what I can't if I, do all ten reps? Do all 10 reps yeah. And you know, it, it doesn't. It's not about doing ten reps all the time. Yeah. Max out. <laughs> you know, max out and bang out maybe five reps. Five reps. But at least you would have but gotten stronger. You'd have gotten stronger. Yeah. yeah. You know. You might not be at ten, but you're here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many times in life we get so stuck on, I have to do ten reps every time. Every time. I have to do ten reps. But what if you went heavier and only did like six two, reps or, two, or even two or reps? Two reps. <laughs> you know, you know Simon uh, yeah, Panda. Panda yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, bro, when you see Max out, man, like it's crazy. You know, but even if he does one, one solid rep of his, you know, maximum bench weight. Yep. But do you know that that more reps take the same, requires the same muscle uh, fibers like mm. the same thing twelve reps did. Really? Yes. Just one rep. Just one rep. <laughs> That one rep would knock you out, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Honestly, what the the level of muscles that one rep took from you, you might have to do twenty reps or something to get that one rep. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, that man. Is crazy. That, that's nuts. Yep. You know, and um, no, I mean you're you're very right, and like it's funny you said because like, so when you know, I, I think I was telling you um off off air, yeah, how like I I just recovered from a shoulder Should injury, be, yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, I was like thinking to myself, like, man, I probably would never be able to lift. Like, <laughs> like I was lifting before, mm-hmm. lifts heavy. 
And you know what? I got back in the gym. Even and, stronger. Yeah, I was stronger. <laughs> I was stronger and like, you know, yeah. I was actually kind of like just, you know, like maxing out and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, bench press, mm. um, you know, just even like barbells and stuff like that, you know. But again, you know, it's just, it's a matter of just knowing, like pushing yourself. Pushing yourself, yeah. Pushing, pushing your body, pushing yourself. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's a beautiful world, like how much the body can take and you know i mean the mind everything as, 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 as long as your mind is the body might be weak but once you have a strong mind you get right mm-hmm. and that's what brought you back to the gym after the shoulder injury you get right yeah so with a me weak mind would never go close to those things you get right but your mind was still willing to push you and the body just took it yeah you get right you, the mind just it's the mind that's the mind just says go for it the body just, okay i'll do it but <laughs> the mind is like we can't the body's like fuck we can't definitely you know you're right you know like the like they say if whether you think you can or you think you can't you you're right you're right yeah yeah in both powerful, ways you're right that's a powerful quote too. you know so yeah like that you know i took like a couple weeks off from the gym and I, those two weeks i was feeling like, feeling like shit. i've lost all my energy yeah i even had to like google how long it takes like how much muscle percentage <laughs> you lose <laughs> I was like, you're losing like 2% every week. I'm like, damn. damn. Oh, my God. All I'm my gains. Like, <laughs> At the end of the day, it don't matter, man. You're no, it doesn't. You're still going to get it back. You, yeah. Uh, yep. and, 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 you know, it's much easier to get back to weight. Get back, yeah. You know, if you've trained before than if you've never trained at all. That's failure right there. Yeah. That injury you got. Yeah. That was failure. That was failure right there. That's failure. And, and you come back stronger, right? Came back stronger. <laughs> and I told myself, I was like, God, God is giving me signs. Literally. He, he's giving me signs. Because it's crazy. After I had that soldier injury, <laughs> you know, this is something on like a little bit more personal level. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sitting in my office at work next day. And, um, <laughs> and my phone, my WhatsApp, I was trying to like create more space because I had so much storage. So much, yeah. So I tried to delete my archives, and I ended up deleting all my WhatsApp, all my chats, all my chats. And the last update was from like 2018. God, it hadn't updated shit since 2018. So then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, did I just do this? (laughs) But then I was like, you know what? There's a bright side to this. Cause that right there was a failure. I could have looked at it like, damn, like my whole life is nice. gone, whatever. Gone, yeah. But now I was like, it's a bright side because I have more space now. Ooh, I can start afresh. Man, <laughs> you know, preach, bro, for real. Church. I'm like, I can start afresh. You know, it's it's a new, it's a new 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 beginning. Yeah, new beginning. Damn, and it's okay to you know, it's okay to start afresh. It's okay to start over. Start over. That's gone. You know, yeah, that's gone. That's you know, that's in the past. All those old conversations are gone. You start new conversations. New conversations. Create new memories. Create new memories. You know? Damn. <laughs> like what you did there, it's called, there's called two types of mindset, the victim and the victim mindset. Mm. And what you showed there was, I wish like everyone could just The victim and the victor mindset. The vic- Like a lot of people was like, oh, I fucked up. I messed up. That's the victim mindset. Yeah. But the victim mindset is when you look at it like, hey man, I still win. <laughs> you know, like out of every dark situation, you still look for something bright. Right. It might be a small light. Yeah, but once you just focus on that light, that's all you need. Powerful. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. You're right. It's it's really really powerful. It's a small light. It's a the difference between the the laser light and the bulb, the same thing. Yeah. But you know why? What's different? 
the laser is focused on one little hole. Oh. The bulb tried to spread out on everywhere. Yeah, it's illuminating the hole. Illuminating place. the hole, so it doesn't have that strength like that laser wow. that just focuses on just one little hole. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. so sometimes it's just one light, one little light. This is big, but it's never as strong as the laser light. Wow. The laser is very small, very yeah. t- t- yeah. tiny little red light, but and it goes it zoom, one direction. Go one, one direction. It doesn't. It doesn't care about any out. other thing. No. It's just focused on one thing. That's that's just life. That's how it is. So, are you saying that that it's better to be the laser or the bulb? Oh, I mean, it, it depends on it depends on this bulb is trying to please everybody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be this bulb. I want to be the laser. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about anybody else sitting on the side. Right. I just give a fuck about that target that I'm going for right there. You get it, right? Some people can be the bulb. They're not strong. Bulbs are not strong, man. No, no. No, they're not. They, they, they're not. You bring a laser to it, it's gonna kill it, like, you know. But you get right. They come on. They're everywhere. You see bulbs everywhere, but you never see lasers everywhere. No, because they're fucking strong. They're strong. Yeah. They're strong. It's so, not so, every- so, so it's best to be that laser. It's best to be that laser part. at all time, man. These guys, these guys die. You know, they 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 overwork themselves and they die. You you, you change them, but those lights are like you know. Use them once, use them once, and you whenever you use them, use them for something powerful. You get right? Where? That's how it is. You know what? Yeah, and, and it's interesting you say that because like this is a topic that, you know, uh that's been like on my mind nice, yeah. of late about like value, right? And uh creating value. Creating value, yeah. When you go to a, a store, a shop you know, like let's say like you shop a lot of clothes and stuff, like a boutique. Like would Zara. you rather shop at a store that has like a bunch of clothes scattered around or would you rather shop at a store that has less clothes? <clears throat> On the shelf. On the shelf. So this is the part. Mm. I'm not a frugal person. Mm. I I know what I want. And I get what I want. Yeah. I would rather have I would rather go to like that's why I shop at Zara. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's Uniqlo, there's H&M, yep. there's Zara, there's Primark. Yep. You get it, right? Out of all the stores, I would go to Zara. You know why? Because I have tested all the materials from all of this. And these guys don't last like Zara. Mm. You get it, right? Mm. Zara don't have a lot. You get it, right? They have limited stuff. You go to there, you not see it anymore. Right. I have friends that shop at the H&M. I don't... I love them. No hate against them. But I have tried the stuff from H&M and they don't last like Zara. Mm. I bought something from Primark. Primark is like five bucks. Okay? (laughs) Yeah. Five bucks is what you get. When you spend five bucks on something, that's what you get. Literally, like, you could look good the first day you put it on and the first week you get, right? Yeah. But let's... And my body type, because I work out, like, literally, I, I have to get something that fits me. and Really well. Really well. And, like, you know, it has to be, like, has, the, it has to be good fabric. Like good fabric, fabric that's straight. Like, literally, I can wash it over and over yep. again, and I can still put it on. Yeah, yeah. Stuff from Primark, Uniqlo, I love Uniqlo. You know, there are times where I go there. Yeah. If I need something for, like, a wedding, like, my boy got married, like, a few, two weeks ago, and mm. I needed a white shirt, and mm. I know, and I know that because I'm bulking, I'm going to get bigger. Like, I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. let me just get something from Uniqlo that... It has a good value that can last me for that day, and that's it. Yeah. You get right. But if I if I talk about things that would last me for long, things with quality, things that I I value, I get them from Zara. Okay. You get right. So wait, back to wait. that question: Would I go to a store that has a lot of things for everyone and has unique? Mm. 
if I have the money, I would walk to not even start. I would go to Gucci and just get, <laughs> I would get, bro, I would get, you know, I would get something with quality that I, you wouldn't see anywhere. Yeah. Than something that is just everywhere. Everywhere. Exactly. And that's the thing. So value. Because we, you know, that's, that's, uh, I think they call it uh, consumer behavior. Yeah. Um, consumer behavior, you know, this is something that's, been taught over and over in you know marketing classes, classes and yeah. all these things um and they you know they ask those questions like you know if you like like literally the reason everyone wants to have to be the like the first one to have this or the only person wearing this you don't want to you know walk into a party and then like two three other people are wearing the when same thing wearing. you're wearing it yeah right and so consumer behavior how we're wired how we are wired to think <laughs> if you're if you're looking at a shelf yeah. and you see these shirts and there's like a bunch of them there, then you see these other shirts and there's like less of them there, you know, you're obviously going to go for the less, the ones. Yes. Yes. Because you're thinking, Oh, these, these are right. These are good. Yeah. Because they're, they're selling, they're going off the shelf. Yeah. But then in, when you flip that, you know, you, you don't want like, a shelf that's filled with a bunch of stuff. You don't want to shop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like, moving. Yeah, like exactly. You're like, you know what? This this stuff is probably just no more value. Right? There's no value to it. <laughs> it's been there for like two weeks and no one has bought it. You know, why right. should I buy it then? Right. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you know. So, but then, like, you know, the stores you're talking about, like, you know, so in like visual merchandising, when they're setting up like window displays. Or even just shelves and stuff like that, you know. When you go to Zara, because I did used to work at Zara, you, yeah. you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to come through. Um, Zara is the closest thing to a boutique mm. in fast fashion, you know, because the way they are set up and the the, the quality of their product and how they present it, because presentation, you know, pre- how you, the presentation is everything. It's everything. Yeah. So they, you know, you have to like the, the clothes have to stay folded, even though even though people go through people them and stuff like that. Almost every time, yeah. Yeah, but then you go to like um, you go up from like Zara, you go to like Valentino. Yeah, you know, on the same street, uh, Brooklyn Ave uh, or whatever in Boston, Boston Street. Yeah. Uh, no, Zara is actually on Newbury Street. Newbury, yeah. So you, you you're on Newbury Street, you go to Valentino, and then you're like. It's pretty much empty. Yeah. <laughs> There's like two, two shirts two on, shirts, on yeah, one yeah, shelf, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. two pants on another shelf and stuff like that. It's not that they don't have stock. They just make it. Yeah, they just make it light. Intentionally light. Because yeah. you have to like be like, you know what? Like, If I don't get this, someone else is going to get it. Yeah. People value what they can have. Yeah, exactly. They value what they can have, you know? And that's, you know... It, it, if you if you remove if you're like in, in like in sales and you're pitching some something to somebody and they're like oh no this is too much money they're like all right if I remove this it's gonna be this much they're like no 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 okay have it, have you it know, put it in there because yeah. when you remove something out of the equation it builds the value of that something that's yes, been removed yes you know so so in life yeah in general we all value things that we can't have we or can't things have. that are, that are scarce scarce yes so now it comes back to like us as people people yeah our value goes down the more we're you know 
everywhere. For, for everybody. Exactly. Everywhere and for everybody. Our value decreases. Decreases. Ama- like Amazon is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. If you buy something from Amazon, if you look at, they always tell you two items left. They have like millions of them left. But they just let you know. <laughs> you can value. So you, if you order something from Amazon, value, yeah. they will tell you this item has only one left. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I got to get it now. But if they tell you we got 50 of this item, you wouldn't want to get it immediately. You'd be like, okay, let's chill. And, you know, they got more of it. You know? Yes. So many of them. But once you know that, oh, they tell you, got two more of this left. And you're like, oh, shit, then I got to get this because it's going to go it's out of go out of stock. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, so comp- consumer behavior is quite interesting. But I mean, it, it applies to a lot of things in our lives. Um, you know, us having value as like building value, building value yeah. just as people but also you know valuing people as well yeah you know like valuing certain people over other people um valuing our time yeah our attention yeah you know what we eat what we put into our bodies into our body, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know i agree yeah i agree so um, let's go back to the music a little bit okay you get right we've had a great conversation but let's still not forget what we're here for you. <laughs> yeah, for I love this. I love this part we went mm. into. So let's talk about the new band, okay? You yes. Co- it's called U- Urbana, right? Urbana. Urbana, yeah. Like, mm. how, you know, how did you start this band? Okay. Um, how many are you guys? What yeah. kind of music you, you guys do? Yeah. Yeah. So we started the band um, about 2020. Oh, during COVID. Yeah, pre-co- Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Yeah. I think it was like January 2020. Yeah. Um... We basically, I linked up with a saxophonist by the name of Andrew. Yeah. Um, I used to play in this other band that he also used to play in, or you know, we kind of like, you know, cross paths, you know, on the musical journey and stuff. And I was playing uh, acoustic, singing and stuff like that, doing some Bob Marley covers. He plays saxophone, and then he he calls me and he's like, "Hey, bro, um, you know, I was thinking." Like the band, you know, the band we, we we're in now is like is is pretty good, but like they're kind of like playing a little too old school, gotcha. of, of, you gotcha. know, music. Yeah. Um, why don't we start something that's kind of like modern, day. young, yeah, fresh, fresh, modern? Yeah. Mo- you know, like the music that's really, really, really currently popping. Mm, mm, yep. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's you know, that's definitely a good idea. But of course, I had my 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 reservations just because being you know having been part of a band before like a hip-hop group yeah. or you know afro hip-hop band uh you know batawazi and then how you know it kind of didn't really pan out um in the end i was skeptical because i'm Stop. like yeah it's, it's tough you know dealing with a group of people because everyone has their own other things going Consumer, on and they yeah, put their yeah, stuff first yeah first mm, you and, and you were the type that never gives up yeah you, you push through I, right i push through but i'm also very generous like i you know what i mean i i, I do i do accommodate i'm very accommodating gotcha, you know what i mean gotcha. um i so so you know there's this thing i always say everyone's favorite radio station is um w i i f m what's in it for me <laughs> What's in it for me? So people always put their stuff first. Yeah. <laughs> what do I get out of this? What do I get out of this? So I was like, damn, yeah, this is a good idea, but man, are we gonna manage, you know, getting a whole group, a whole band together? So we're like, you know what, let's try. You know what I mean? Like 
we can try and fail yeah 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 we try yeah it goes on to that thing of like just looking for failure, looking for failure everywhere. Yeah, yeah. so so i was like um we also linked up with another uh, gentleman called andrew as well he plays bass so there's andrew sax and andrew bass so now it's three of us we got a saxophonist a bass player me yep, the vocalist yep. and then um at the time uh you know there's, there's a girl by the name of ida v she was um a vocalist you know she she is a vocalist and um i brought her on board as well so now we got two we're two vocalists uh, a guy and a girl bassist get uh and then a, a saxophone saxophone yeah so then um you know we have a drummer on on board as well fast forward so our first show our first show was actually a valentine's day show okay. in february yeah of 2020 2020 yeah before covid before covid before so covid <laughs> we did that show introduced ourselves to the you know to the, the scene world, yeah. yeah to the world um our show was in waltham at the rhino lounge and then we basically covid hit mm. uh i also moved i went to uganda yeah you did yeah, yeah. for about a year and then we had to take our us. nothing was open blah blah but you know when we, i did come back and then we resumed like performing again i think in october of 2021 you yeah. guys were Zoom performing. Yeah, so basically, mm. like, the band took, yeah. you know, we couldn't perform because everything was locked. Locked, yeah. But we kept, like, when I came back from Uganda, I was telling people, because I came back, like, end of December, I was in uh, December of 2020, and, um, came back. like, when the year, yeah, came back to the States from Uganda. Yeah. So I was like, guys, what's up, what's up? Because I was in Uganda, I was still messaging guys, I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Like, there wasn't really much to do, we couldn't perform, we couldn't really... Excuse me. I mean, we, we, you know, people were doing like shows from inside their, their living rooms living room, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Like you know, um, but we didn't have those resources, and we didn't, we couldn't get everyone together like that. Of course, people were afraid of COVID and COVID, stuff. We're not yeah. gonna all come. Yeah, and, come like, together. Yeah, and, yeah. In, in one house. So we we talked about getting the band back. You know, together back again. Uh, eventually, the first show post COVID was in October of last year um and it was about like maybe six of us like you know we had a, a, a keyboardist another guy called andrew as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like three andrews three andrew andrews. bass andrew keys and andrew and andrew saxophone <laughs> and then uh, yeah so you know uh the drummer uh his name is bob lee and then um we did that show that sh- that show was was really really dope the vibe was good uh and then we basically, so the songs we play or the songs we perform usually are like Afrobeat songs, you know, Nigeria is big on the scene. Yep. Shout out to, <laughs> to Niger. Omo Niger. We also play Ugandan music, um, you know, like Eddie Kenzo songs. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Kenzo. Actually, we performed with Kenzo um, when he was in Boston last time. So he had like a half-life set where he had this DJ, you know, uh, playing, but also the band music playing. Um, and yeah, so we pretty much, you know, we try to do a gig every uh, every last Saturday of the month, you know. Um, and so far, you know, we've, we've been pretty consistent for the most part. Uh, last month we performed at a graduation. Mm. Um, it was like the first graduation we did. Gotcha. That was pretty. It was pretty dope. You know, and then, so there's like a, you know, 
like a new addition to the group. His name is uh, Chris Ray. He's you know really solid guy. Um, he's an artist in his own right. In his own right, yeah. Young guy, very full of energy. And um, yeah, so Chris Ray brings a different you know whole different vibes to the scene. You know his voice, you know, um, and just his energy, his range and my range. Like you know, he's a bit more higher range than me. My range is a bit lower. So right now, as it stands, it's it's just uh, it's just me and Chris are the vocalists. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Andrew saxophone. He plays the sax, but he also does keys Q-O. on occasion. He switches okay. into key, keys. Yeah. Uh, then we have the bass player Andrew as well, and then we have Bob Lee on the drums, uh, and then the guitarists like you know, um, we, you know this guy called Robbie, really good guitarist, and you know he'll play any song, be it an Afro beat song or Ugandan you know sound or whatever. That's cool, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's you know it's it's a vibe. We had a show last night that was pretty good. Um, we brought on a West African band, um, you know. They're, they're Ghanaian guys called Borgia's Bo- Bo- band I think it's B-O-R-G-A apostrophe S and um, you know we had we kind of like featured them on the show they did their sound and the music they do is like have you heard of High Life? yeah I have it uh, yeah, yeah yeah so they do more of High Life which is really good to yeah to me it sounds a bit like uh, Afrobeat, Afrobeat like yeah. the original Afrobeat because yeah, you know yeah. the Afrobeat right it's also, now yeah, not no, no, not as before like yeah, Afropop, Afropop yeah. yeah so they do like to me when I hear when I heard them perform it was like gave me vibes like, like, vibe. yeah like Felakuti yeah Felakuti yeah. So, you know what yeah, I mean oh that's good yeah so you know um, we featured them because we, we want to do something a little different you know what I mean instead of us just performing every time yeah from like you know for like the whole two hours we had them perform for a bit then we also came on stage yeah, and performed stage. yeah that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So, so two years, you know, in the making, in the running. And, uh, yeah. So, um, question. Yeah. This new band, mm. how did they survive COVID? Because you guys, the first, Batabasi hit, you know, people went apart when failure happened. Yes. COVID was a different kind of failure. You get it, right? It wasn't planned for, it was different. Yeah. But, like, you guys still survived COVID. How was that possible? Um, it's an excellent question. So, I think it comes down to goals, right? Interesting. If we all have the same mindset, we all want to achieve the same goal. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard to tell, you know, to get everyone together. Damn. You know? Mm-mm. The problem comes about where, when everyone, people have different, different goals. goals. Yeah. You know, so you have to choose. You have to decide. Do you want to be a performer for yeah, the most part, yeah, or do you yeah. want to, you know, like to do other things on the side that aren't, you know, contributing to something that you want to do as a full time job? Gotcha. You know, or that you actually want to like be consistently doing so that people are serious about you and they actually willing to pay whatever price you tell them. Yep. Because sometimes we've got, you know, you get a quote. People are like, oh yeah, your band sounds really good. I want, I want you guys to perform. Then you tell them the money, and they're money like, the, oh, oh, that's, oh, too, that's much too much money. Yeah. But remember, it's about six people in this band, okay? And you know, we have instruments. Like we, we don't, we're not just going out there and you to know, clap. yeah, clapping our hands. <laughs> clap, no, you guys are playing. Yeah, everyone has you a skill. You guys bring your A game, to right? We have to show, bring our yeah. A game. Everyone has a skill, you know. So you're not paying us for 
us to just sit there and sing. You're paying us for the hours we put in put behind in. the scenes facts. to actually bring you a performance. Facts, facts, facts. You know, so yeah, it's very. It happens a lot where people want a band performance, but they don't yeah, want to pay, pay band, money. band, band money. <laughs> you want a band performance, but you don't want to pay, band, pay money. band money. Come on, man. Damn, bro, you I know. Like that. Like that. Like that. So, so yeah, so you know. I mean, it comes with challenges, just like anything else, um, you know. But the same, you know, for the most part, when you find a common ground, yeah, it just yeah, it sweeter. flows. It flows. Yeah, it's much no, easier if you no. find a common ground and you have a common goal that you're working towards. No, that makes a lot of sense. Like, because yeah. I think that that that's what you guys lacked before your first band, Batabazi. That's what it like that goal, same goal, same drive, same. You get right. And that answer just makes perfect sense. Once you once you got people that are on the same goal and same path with you, yeah, it's easier to you know to navigate. To it's navigate, easier to navigate. Yeah. It's 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 easier to kind of like overlook the you know simple th- small, things small things and just yeah. kind of like look at the bigger picture. Yeah, that is facts. You know, when people aren't seeing the bigger picture, then they, they can't really they they can't trust the process. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. So while we were talking, you 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 brought up my next question. You talked about, you said something how people want to band performance, but they don't want to pay band money. Yeah. What are some? Which is technically sounds like a challenge to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, being in this industry, what are some challenges that you guys go through? You know, like what are things you struggle with? You know, like being a band. You know, let's let's address this challenge so people get to hear your point of view you get mm. right yeah you know like what is a, someone listening that wants to get a band you can know that okay this is what they don't want us to do okay <laughs> this is how we need to behave to band you know people you know so what are some of the challenges that you know you guys overcome everyday life you know from being a band yeah that's uh that's interesting that you say that so i think some of the challenges from of being in a band or like performing performing for people you know not being in a band <laughs> performing but, you know for being people. a band for, <laughs> for people uh, there's too many <laughs> where do I start Started so like for example right like uh, when you put on a show and yeah. you tell people hey it's 30 bucks to get in they're like what 30 dollars but again you're not just coming to see a DJ or to see us standing there clapping our hands yep. you're coming to see our talent showcased for you and work yeah and our hard work hard work okay so 30 bucks is a very small price to pay. Yes, it is. I literally had to say that to somebody last night. I was like, for what you're getting, the value, the value. you're paying a very small price. And the level price. of work you guys put in, man. Yeah. yeah. You guys didn't just show up and you guys rehearse for that. And yeah. you guys have to play manual. That's play. a manual labor right play. there. Yeah. You have to carry the instruments. Carry the instrument, transport it, rent it. I mean, you know, like, if this stuff was easy, everyone would be doing it. Facts. So, but you tell, yeah. So, one of the challenges is people being very picky about the picky prices. Price. Nah, that's not good, man. You know, like the cover charge. And, um, I mean, no, there's definitely people who are like, yeah, I'll pay it. Yeah. You know, I remember the first, that show, the first show after COVID, it was in October, and it was Uganda's Independence. Yeah. Actually, Uganda and Nigeria's Independence, same month. October 1st? So, we're, you guys are October 1st, we're October 9th. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, about so a week yeah, apart. Yeah, and uh, so, it was Uganda Independence Day celebration, and the turnout was so, so big. People got so excited, like, you know, we had this, like, a couple of people just saying, you know what, even if you guys charge $60, we'll still pay it. I respect that. Because it's so good. I respected that. But then, you know, the same people will come around come on, and be when like, it's not, 30 is too much. Is 
Excuse me. But you know, the reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hypocrites, but at the same time, the reason someone, when someone says, oh, even if you charge $60, I'll pay, they've felt the value. Value, yeah. They've, you know, because again, you have to build value. Mm. You have to build value. That's, you know, that in sales, if you're you're pitching something to somebody and you're like, yeah. oh, no, that's too much money. Build value. Build value. You know, if someone finds something valuable, they'll pay for it. Mm. You know, so the one of the challenges is actually like for people to actually remember how valuable it is to have a band. Yep performing um and then like another challenge is people being like oh when is the dj gonna come on <laughs> you know and you're like when the band finishes when the band finishes true like no but what time yeah like you know like like so uh, it's a tough crowd yep i'd say because people don't really people like there's people who like live band music then there's yeah, also people, people who just want, DJ. want the dj yeah. they just want to hear the dj so they can dance yeah, their stress yeah, away yeah, yeah. you know i get that a lot of people yeah. are like you know what we've had a stressful week we just want to dance yeah yeah we just want to dance we to just the dj's music like and and that's why dj's will always have a job you know i'm not i i, I can never knock anyone's hustle yeah. i used to be a dj as well um and you know like dj's will always have a job because people will still want to have you know, someone just mixing the songs just for them and then they're just yeah, dancing yeah, they and forgetting dance, all their problems. Yeah, probably, yeah. And, you know, they're dancing with their loved ones or with their friends and whatnot. Uh, and with the band, we try to bring that vibe as well where it's danceable music. Yeah. You know, even though it's just like we're, we're, we're there, we're performing, the instruments are going, but you can dance to our songs as well, you know. But uh, there's people who sometimes like just want to watch the band and they can't really be like watching it and dancing at the same yeah, time. Like yeah. when the DJ is playing, you don't have to watch the DJ. You just dance. You just listen. Yeah. You just dance and listen. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, one challenge is uh, is it, you know, is is um, what was the first? Would challenge? you say people not valuing it? People not valuing it. Building yeah. value. And then the second one is like people wanting to just have the DJ play. Or just wait, wait until the DJ, DJ goes comes on. on. Yeah, and then that's when they come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, another challenge as well is um, finding a venue th- that has enough people. Gotcha. I mean, that that can fill enough people. You know, um, when you know when you're a band, you're kind of just starting out. You just have to play wherever. Whatever. Yeah. You have to play wherever. But but uh, you know. Going forward, you kind of if you when you build a bigger fan base, stop picking you. Yeah, you, when when it picks up, you want to have a venue that that can accommodate people. Because yeah. I remember that that, that that show in October, it's it sold out. Well, it got it reached capacity, where people were turned away because you know they had reached their capacity. Yeah, yeah they yeah. couldn't let more people in, fire restrictions and all this stuff, and that was money that you know we missed. That, that we missed. So, yeah, finding like a venue that actually has, you know, capacity and can fill a band and like so some of these venues aren't really built um like soundproof to like accommodate the band sound yeah gotcha yeah gotcha, the band gotcha. sound is very um loud loud and outside yeah um so soundproof you know venues and all this stuff the place we're playing right now is, is soundproof like the downstairs is soundproof um and you know, but it's like a DJ setup. Like it's more for like a dance, dance you know, oh, lounge, yeah. Yeah, lounge. Yeah, yeah. But we still make do. We still make do. Um, you know, but uh, I mean, we've you know we've performed. Like I said, we you know performed for like in graduations. Um, you know, even just like small you know birthday parties that and is, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, you can kind of like get a band to to pretty much perform, perform anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. Uh, even outdoor settings. You know. Um, we we can perform there as well. We perform those. Um, 
Honestly, I think the challenges aren't as many many as the opportunities. Gotcha. You know, I think the pros do not outweigh the cons. I mean, the the the, the, the cons do not outweigh the pros. Yeah. The, the pros, uh, we kind of just um, you 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 have to make do with what you have. What you have, yeah. And that's stay true. consistent. That's true. That's true. Um, I love performing. Yeah. One of the good things about being part of a band is that I get to like, you know. Increase my vocal yeah. abilities. You're working on yourself, right? So, yeah. I improve my vocal abilities, yeah. which improves my value and yeah. makes me a better musician. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. So okay, um, let's see. I have this question. So you you talked about value. Yeah. This is a general question. How does one build value in a product so people can value it? <sighs> you you find something that. You listen to the the person first of all. Gotcha. That you're trying to tell to sell the product to, find out what they're into, then you can relate the product to their lifestyle. Selling is not so much about talking, as it is about listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> selling it's not so much about talking as it's about listening. Yes. So when you're listening, what are you listening for? So. Another thing about selling, right, okay. before I even get to answer that question. Selling is emotional. No, sorry. Selling is logical. Okay, pardon me. Selling is logical. Buying is emotional. So when you're selling a product to somebody, yep. make it make sense. When they're buying the, that product, they have to feel an emotional attachment to yeah, it. Okay, sorry. So what was your question? So... Oh, what was my question? My last question. No, um, no, yeah, you, it's like a, a build up to that. Uh, how do you, how do you build? How do you build value? No, but it says something like, "How do you um?" You talk about listening. Yes. How do you listen? How do you listen? Exactly. Yes, 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 so, yes, 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 yes. When you sell, when you sell, and you've made your pitch to the person, right? I'm giving all the game away a bit. Some of the game. <laughs> so give us some. Give us some. <laughs> don't give everything. Don't give, give us I know, some. right? I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm going to try not to give, give too much of it away. No, I'll give too much. Because game is to be sold, not sold. <laughs> yeah. But how do you listen? So when you've already made your pitch to a person, yeah. you just be quiet and then you let them talk. From whatever they're saying is what you can pick to use to close. Mm. To close the deal. <sighs> Whatever they say, just listen. listen. For example, if a person's like, ah, well, you know, I don't, uh, you know, let's say you're trying to sell them, um, I don't know, like, uh, let's just say something as simple as like, you're trying to sell the person a car, right? Yeah. And you're like, this car is really good. It will get you from point A to point B. Yep. The person's like, okay, so what? I can walk to po- from point A to point B. I can take an Uber from point A to point B. Then you bring in what we call in sales features and benefits. Features and benefits basically is what the person is going to get out of taking your product. If those features don't convince the person to buy the product, the product then, yeah. then you haven't done your job. Yeah, those features and benefits 
you know, because the benefits go towards the person. Yeah. So the person is asking, how does this product benefit me? Uh, what do I get out of this? Yes, what like do I get out of this product? W-I-F-F. Yes. W-I-I-F-F. What is in it for me? Yeah, yeah what is in it for me? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's favorite radio station. W-I-I-F-M. <laughs> what's in it for me? So Tune person, in, baby. Yeah, the person's like, what's, like, what am I get, getting out of this product that you want to sell to me? So then you tell them, okay, so if you buy this, you know, this car, you can enjoy nice heated seats in the in the winter cool cool seats in the summer you can have a double panoramic sun you know sunroof or whatever double sunroof or panoramic sunroof um you can play bluetooth music you you can play music off bluetooth from your phone you can you know you, i don't know like you just make stuff up so, yeah <laughs> no yeah. you don't make stuff don't up make but, stuff up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You, you just you just basically appeal to the person's yeah. needs yeah and the person's like, you know what? I actually, I've, you know, I've, I've been having trouble, um, you know, with my car's Bluetooth or whatever. Like, I've always wanted to play Bluetooth, and the car I have right now doesn't have Bluetooth. And you're like, there you go. There's one. That's a selling point, selling right, selling there. point right there. Yeah. So you're like, you, this is the, the car you need. This is exactly the car you need, mm. you know? And they're like, oh, you know, yeah, I've actually always wanted a car with a sunroof. There you go. The benefits, features and benefits, you know? From those features, the person is gonna get the benefit. Excuse me. And right now, gas gas is really expensive. So you yeah. tell the person, you know, oh, the car saves on gas. You know, it's, 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 it has low gas mileage. And then they're sold, just off you listening to their needs. Yeah, and then and then telling them. And you know, so actually, to 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 actually like directly answer the question, how do you listen to them? You ask them. You ask them what they usually do, you know, because a lot of mistakes, like a lot of times you can kill a sale just by not asking the right questions mm. to, the, to the, the prospect or by not listening when they answer you, answer, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, you just ask them, hey, you know, after you've done the pitch and the person's like, I'm not interested, that's not the end of the conversation. You just ask them, so, okay, I understand that. If I may ask, why are you not interested? Is it the money? The, the, is the price too high? No, no, it's not the money thing. Oh, okay, so what do you usually do as an alternative if you're not buying this product? Like, what, what are you, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah what's yeah. your alternative? Yeah. And then you just get them talking. You ask probing questions, and then you listen to their responses. And in, th- in those responses is what the outcome, you know, like is, is what you're going to use to be like a selling tool, to be a closing tool, mm. you know? And yeah, <laughs> without giving away too much. Game. No, no, that's that's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. That makes a lot of sense, man. Features and benefit, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when you're back, when you're like you know trying to holler at a girl for the first time, yeah. right? When you're approaching her, um, you have to be confident. You have to be sure of what you're saying. Yeah, but you have to also like ask her probing questions, like you know what I mean. Like she she has to know, okay, what what what, what am I gonna benefit what is from? Me? Yeah, from giving yeah, you the time of day. Yeah. You know, because women do value their, their time a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's like, you're sitting there talking her ear off, and she's like, man, I could be at the spa Sparring getting my nails done man. right now, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I could be watching Real Housewives mm-hmm. of Hollywood or some for shit. Real, real. I, could, I could be doing homework right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's because you're just talking, 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 talking and you're not yeah. listening. Yeah. 
and you're not asking 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 the right Good questions. questions. Yeah. 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 Oh wow, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. Let, let's not give too much away on sales. No. no. Lastly, let's talk about new music. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know you got two songs. Yes. Right now. Sir. For this year. For this year. So far. I love both of them. Like I told you, they gave me two types of vibe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one. Yep. Never dumb down. Yes. How did you come up with that song? Like, you know, what was your mind? You know, tell us about the song and also like the whole process of writing the song. Yeah, so Never Dumb Down was the first single I released uh, in January off of my upcoming uh, project. Uh, Never Dumb Down Never Dumb Down is really about like never devaluing yourself. Gotcha. Uh, you know, it's it's basically just like never never allowing never settling for less mm. um and just believing in yourself you know like don't like you 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 walk into a room mm-hmm. be the you know like take over like be be, be the hardest worker in the room yes be the hardest worker be the person that you know like your energy is felt that's what i mean by never dumbing down like you can't you don't want to dim don't dim your light so that other people can shine, shine. Mm, you know I like that. I like that. um that's the whole concept and it's a song that you know it doesn't have too many like lyrics it's not a wordy song, song yeah you just feel the vibe of the, the song that's what i felt honestly yeah you just feel the vibe it's you know, like a a, a a a mellow vibe you know with some nice drums like it's it's, it's a bit danceable but like it's a song you can vibe out to maybe smoke a blunt to you know drive so, yeah drive sad you can right Take a, a road trip. You can road trip, like you yeah. know, cold night. You know, just drive and yeah. just listen to it and just clear your head out. Yes. Like you know, think about life. That's that's what that song reminds me of. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, you know, I appreciate. It. I've been getting a lot of feedback from it. Um, you know, some people asking, "Oh, where are the lyrics at?" I'm like, "No, nah, I didn't want to have too many words." No, in it. Words. And uh, it was actually produced by my cousin Muyinza. Gotcha. Uh, Shouts to Muyinza. Um, so when you hear the song, like you can ha- kind of hear him laughing in the background because he was like, "Yo, this is dope." And we both just laughed it off, and um, you know. And so the second song is called "I Got To." I got to. Now "I Got To" is basically like I play on words like "I Got To," like the number two. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why the title is like like that. I got. <laughs> um, but it's also like I I got to. It's a song just about like being motivated. I got to know. do this. Yes, I got to I do this. I get to do this. Not. Why should you know like yes. complain and be happy that I get to be with yeah. you? You know, yeah. like, I, like, mm, mm, mm. like yeah. you know, you were saying like, w- what is your drive? Like, I got to, like, I have to uh, be driven. Yes, yes. There's no yes. other. There's no other option. option yeah. So, um, men by nature, like we're you know we're we're uh, hunters or you know, like we're always reachers. Like we're always reaching towards something, towards a certain goal. Yeah, trying to you know maybe. Uh, achieve a certain you know get to a certain level in life get the new land this new job you know get to the next level in our careers get you know reach these fit, fitness goals Tools, yeah. lose certain yeah, lose amount of pounds amount, yeah. you know and because the world's just that way like we're always supposed to be like focused on something so I got to is really about just being driven, driven. and you know going for what you want yeah. you know you got to get it. You Whatever it is, you have to get it. Okay? Mm. Yeah. So it's a dancey oh, track. Wow. Oh, wow. It's kind of like a, you know, like a Afro-pop vibe, vibe, you know, Ugandan, yeah. you know. Um, and my boy um, actually produced that song. His name is uh, Ziwa 
Ziwa Music out of Arizona. So he's on pretty much like directed, uh, well, what did it call it? Uh, engineered it and stuff like that. So he did the final touches on it and everything. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. But I recorded it in my studio at home. It, it's it's like good everything. to just hear the reason behind the song because when I listen to those both songs, I never thought that, but you know, I get to just, I got to just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Just like that drive mode. I gotta do this, man. I no gotta question, eat. no answer. I gotta, I gotta, I ain't got no plan B. I got one plan, and that's I got to do this. My shit, plan B man. is that plan A works out. Plan <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, what is what's next for PG? What's next for Master PG? Like, what's you know, next? what's in the what's in the making, what's in the work right now? What yeah. what should we be looking forward to? Um, without giving too much away, yep. Um, uh, you know, because. I was reading this book called uh, "Ego is the Enemy." Love, love uh, that book. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday. Small book, but powerful. Very, very powerful. And then, you know, there's a chapter that talks about like creatives yeah. who are always talking about how they're working on their projects, and that's taken away from time Damn, from yeah. them actually doing it. Doing like, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> someone like actually that. wrote yeah, a whole yeah, like yeah, a whole yeah. like a whole book that's filled with like quotes from people talking about I'm writing my novel I'm you know working on my next working on book, my next, thing, my next yeah. Uh, yeah, movie yeah. so I don't you know with the risk of sounding like that like I'm definitely I'm, I'm gonna be releasing visuals um, for either of the songs you know one, um, I, I, I'm not sure which one I'm gonna release first gotcha um, and I, I'm gonna have the EP out um, you know pretty soon mm. uh, with a few more songs on there um, you know, songs about like personals, you know, issues, struggles, songs about, you know, love, songs about, you know, just life in general. Um, because with I with, with Never Dumb Down, I kind of delved into being, being lost. Yeah. You know, uh, being at a place where you're kind of just lost. You don't know where, which way, which direction to go mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but then also just kind of like, with with I got to you kind of like you're finding you're yourself, finding yourself yeah, you know I you're like, like okay that, yeah. I'm alive yeah. I'm alive now let's be grateful yeah yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I want to tell a good story um, with the visuals and so yeah so videos definitely coming up mm. and the, the finished project as well is going to be coming up gotcha. yeah the EP um, actually I'll, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give you all the name of the EP it's going to be called um, The Butterfly Effect The Butterfly Effect yeah like that butterfly effect EP. Like let's let's see if that's the EP comes out for sure. And then we can come back and talk more about butterfly sure. effects. I I I love that. I love that. That's a good name. Appreciate that's it. a good name. Appreciate and I would want to know why, but we'll keep it to the EP <laughs> drops. Yes, yes. Yeah, we don't want to give a lot out. Okay, yep, guys, just yep. wait for that EP. Yeah. So right now you have two good songs out. You have an amazing band. You you know. You, but like, how can people reach out to you? So someone's like, hey man, I want to work with this guy or I want to have this I want to have his band perform for me like you know how can people reach out to you um alright that's awesome that's an awesome question so we are we're on Instagram at uh, Arbana U-R-B-A-N-A underscore band that's our Instagram handle and then we're on we're on Facebook Arbana band um you know like uh just as you hear it U-R-B-A-N-A band um we are also on YouTube, mm-hmm. our burner band Same USA. Band. Yeah, yeah, and um, your yeah. personal music. Your personal music. How, how my can personal. They... Uh, oh, okay. So my personal music. Uh, inst- 
Well, I, I don't really master PG. It's like Spotify. I like how can they stream your music? Yeah. Please? So so Instagram. I, I actually um, you know, I'm not big on Instagram anymore, but I I definitely probably need to get back onto it. But um, you can find my music on Spotify, Master PG. Master PG. You can find me on YouTube, um, Master PG. Just search Master PG. Um, let's see. Like so, all my all my singles, like you know, like, like um, the the two singles are on all the so- social platforms, all the streaming platforms: Spotify, YouTube, I- iTunes, Apple Music, mm. um, um, Pandora, even like Facebook. I think Facebook has like a music uh, section, and uh, Instagram. You know, they kind of it's, it's just been like distribu- distributed all, all over those platforms TikTok, Snapchat and all that stuff. Um and you know me personally, I think you know I, like I said my social media is kind of like need, need needs like revamping. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been um, on it for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but you know, for now just kind of like stream my songs on social, on 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 Spotify, um Apple Music, Android Music or Android Play, Play Store. And just yeah, support that way, and you know, but by the time the the album comes out or the EP comes out, I'll, I'll probably have some more social media yeah, handles yeah. Um, to to let y'all to give y'all. Yeah. Wow, guys, on about you guys, man. But this episode was an amazing one. Sure was, man. Learned a lot from this guy. You know, <laughs> like I I know you guys also got something out of this, you know. But let's not just get, let's give back, okay? For sure. So if you're listening to this podcast, okay, right now, go go out there, YouTube, social media, anyway, you know, listen to the song, share with friends, you know, yep. support small businesses, you know. That's what I want from you guys, okay? So um, you know, any last word. Last word. Advice. Like, I love to, you know, what's what's a, what's a an advice you got for someone else listening out there? You know, someone like you that's trying to chase their dreams. You know, what's your advice you got to give to them? Um, live for today and live in the present. Enjoy the moment. Gotcha. Yeah. Live for today, live in the present, and enjoy the moment. That's how we're <laughs> going to end this, okay? Yo, DJ, thank you yeah, so too, much for... This episode, honestly, Perfect. we should get back again. You know, this is your station. If you got anything coming up and you want to feel like, you know, lucky I got something to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah you definitely, know, like definitely. I'm always down for it, you know. For sure, brother. Yeah, um, and when the, when the EP does come, EP, come out, yep. I'll, I'll be back. Hey, guys, stay tuned right. for it, man. Butterfly effects. Yes. You know, so yes. all everybody, look out for that. So with that said, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. I love you guys so much. And remain blessed. Peace. One love.